you're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, W Wheels, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, and Bill's Pipes. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, but with me on the line, we've got Pete from Traction MX. How's it going? Good. How about yourself there, Brad? Hey, I'm not doing too bad whatsoever. Beautiful day up here in uh, Canada, and I I assume things are just as well uh, in New Jersey? Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, the weather's been good here the past few days. We got some riding in. We're looking at 70s today, so things are shaping up. Excellent. Well, that's pretty comfortable riding weather, like uh, 80s and, and, and up. You start to get pretty hot out there. So uh, 70s, you'll uh, you're feeling pretty comfortable on the on the motorcycle. Yeah, for sure. Especially after the long winter all of us have had up here in the Northeast. Absolutely. Well, you guys had a ton of snow. Uh, you didn't. Your your hockey team didn't get a lot of wins, but you got a lot of snow. Yeah, that's for sure. So uh, I got to ask before we get too far into this. Um, this is a passion over paycheck style business that we run that we're in the industry of motocross. Um, I'd love to hear the story about how you developed the passion for motocross and eventually become such an enthusiast that you decide to. Uh, build a, a company where do I start well I guess uh you know my early years as a teen I, I always loved motorcycles I mean I started racing BMX as a kid and uh I was that kid that never got a dirt bike as a child I wanted one for Christmas every year for my birthday and I never ended up getting one until I was 16 and saved my own money and the thing was a clapped out beater but uh started from there I mean I used to watch motocross supercross every weekend and uh i'm in my mid-30s so you know i used to watch it was american cavalcade i think with dave disdain art ackman yeah Larry yeah, Myers. Oh, yeah i mean i used to kill kill to watch uh the beast from the east every weekend and you know once i got my bike and got started it was just a, a love from there Absolutely. I, I, you had to have been a, a Bradshaw fan coming up through the ranks. Uh, uh, did you Have you done any, or back then, did you do anything to make either your bikes or anything that was on your gear to kind of emulate uh, the Beast from the East? You know, not really. I mean, I, like I said, I was a little bit of a late bloomer when I got a bike for myself. You know, I didn't get to, I was more of a fan. Then I was a rider until, you know, I hit my teen years and I got my own bike and I really didn't start racing until I'd say like five years ago. Oh, right on. So uh, 2000, you started racing. Uh, what kind of bike do you got? Uh, right now, I've had numerous bikes, but I've always been a two-stroke fan, but I actually had my first sure. four-stroke and I love it. I got a uh, 14 RMZ 450 and uh, a 2005 RM250 that we built, two-stroker. 
Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's good to, good to mix the two of them. I have both. Uh, definitely more of a two-stroke guy based on uh, budget more than anything, but uh, love that sound. And uh, for whatever reason, the, the, the two-stroke thing has been coming back more and more and more over the last months. I'm not. I'm sure through social media, you have to have noticed uh, how many builds are going on, how many uh, restorations are happening of uh, some ten-year-old two-strokes that people are pulling out of the sheds, buying them on Craigslist or Kijiji, and uh, uh, doing some nice work. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's awesome. When I first started doing the seat cover uh, deal, two-stroke motocross, I had linked up with the guy that owned that, and um, you know, he was running a few nationals and tried a few supercrosses and I gave them support. And that was just awesome to see a two stroke, you know, trying to compete against the new bikes. And I know that it was all fan favorites. And uh, it's always cool watching everybody do the two stroke builds because everybody put their own uh, flair into their build. 100%. And one of the, the many things that get changed out when you're doing a two stroke is that uh, more often than not, that seat cover from the whether it be original or from the previous owner is usually pretty beat up, and that's where Traction MX comes in. Um, first of all, why motocross seat covers to begin with, and then uh, what are some of the benefits that someone can get going to uh, your product? All right, I'll give you the uh, short version. Um, I've worked my whole life. When I was about 16 years old. I uh, actually professionally restored classic Corvettes for a living for almost 10 years and uh, did a little bit of upholstery work here and there, just like covering seats. And my current job, I build all the gaming tables and, you know, set up the slot machines and stuff at the casinos in Atlantic City. And uh, they offered an upholstery course. And I took it. I learned how to do, you know, upholstery work. And one of my friends had ordered a seat cover. This is, this has to be going back about 10 years. And it was one of the ones with the plastic sides with the print on it. I'm sure yeah. you remember, like oh, they used to match yeah, the graphics kits and when it got cold, it would just crack and the side oh, would fall I mean, off. So I could never figure out the ideology behind a slippery side panel to a seat cover where, uh, that's where you really need the grip. <laughs> yeah. And, and when I put the thing on, you know, I sat there and I said to myself, I said, you know what, I'm going to do this to my bike. And I started doing it. And, you know, all the local guys, my personal friends are like, you know, you should do something. You know, you got like a gift. It's, it's cool. It turned, everything's turning out great. And like from there, I said, you know what, from doing the Corvettes and everything like that, I decided to go ahead and do it. And, uh, I'll never forget. I've always worked two jobs. When I first started, I had posted something on Facebook, and the two-stroke motocross guy got in touch with me, and uh, I did a couple seat covers. And all of a sudden, all these emails came in, and people wanted them, and I got all skitzed out. And, and I got nervous, and I decided not to do it. And a couple months later, I had a good friend of mine uh, by the name of Wayne Ransom. He's like an artist. This guy builds some of the sickest street bikes you've ever seen in your life. And he came to me and he said, you know what? You got something good, do it. Nothing good comes easy. So I, uh, you know, I started drawing on paper, coming up with all these ideas and just made it happen just because I love the sport and I love to be able to offer somebody something that somebody else isn't willing to do. And I strive on, you know, a quality product and giving people things that they're not able to normally get. 
100%. Actually, that's one of the uh, the greatest, I'd say, a feature of your company is that you offer a product unlike anything else on the market. Many of the seats that you have produced are uh, are unrepli- unreplicable about by any of the other brands. So it's not a, a case of uh, of price point, really. It's a case of getting something that um, you, you can't get anywhere else and supplying um, a product that uh, looks great, functions well and is very unique and I think uh, it's a great way to uh, to approach it and uh, that's why you're feeling so much success and people really embracing the brand because um, you guys first jumped off the page at me with the uh, the 90s retro build that you uh, did with uh, Mike McDade was the rider uh, yeah, refresh my yeah. memory on uh, who was doing that two-stroke build but uh for those who don't know, the uh, the 90s or the early 90s Suzuki's had a pretty funky looking seat cover, and you were able to hit that one out of the park. Yeah, thanks. I mean, like I said, I I love dirt bikes. I I live, eat, and breathe it, and sleep it. And uh, you know, I see people they do like a retro build here and there, and I wanted to do something that was probably one of the most complicated builds to do. And uh, at the time, that bike was either you know, you loved it or you hated it on the showroom floor. And I think most people probably hated it. So, uh, I worked with my graphic sponsor, Rip Vile, and we came up, we, we redid it. And, uh, you know, I spent months trying to get the seat right and everything just fell together. And, uh, Mike McDade, he's a friend of mine and he had the stuff going on with his son and everything. And he wanted to do a two stroke race. So, I said, you know what, I'm going to build this thing and we're going to stick your number on it and you, and you can race it. And Okay, so that's your bike? Yeah, that's my bike. Oh, that's beautiful, my friend. You're uh, uh, like, that's awesome that you're able to put that thing together. That's an absolutely gorgeous bike and uh, a little bit loud with the graphics. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, not everyone's taste, but um, in my opinion, you guys absolutely killed that one. And actually, uh, quite a few people I know have uh, gone out and basically tried to replicate that. Yeah, it's a good feeling. I mean, um, I got some really good sponsors on board with the bike. I, I reached out to a lot of people, you know, a lot of people didn't know about me and, you know, I reached out to a lot of people. Some people didn't get back to me. Some did, but the ones that did, I, I mean, I thank because they had faith in me and, uh, you know, the overall response I wasn't ready for with how good the bike turned out to it turned out and um I'm, i mean i'm just thankful i'm thankful for everything for sure yeah actually that bike has been shared numerous times even probably twice or three times by myself uh and the guys over at bill's pipes uh, obviously a, sh- a sponsor of this show uh did they end up hooking you up with the pipe or uh getting a pretty decent deal on one? Uh we got a, we worked out a deal i got a good deal on the pipe i mean i i'm building a suzuki so i mean that pipe goes with the Suzuki's and Brandon gave me some help and support with that. And I mean, the bike just barks. It it sounds good. Added some horsepower and you know, the whole package is just unbelievable. Absolutely. So as a fledgling, fledgling company, uh, there are hurdles to overcome. Um, and one of which you had mentioned was uh, your own confidence stepping into the ring with other brands. Uh, what was the greatest hurdle that you, as a small company, encountered uh, and still encounter as you move forward? Um, what I've learned is everything's pretty taboo with uh, where you can get supplies from materials. Who, who makes this? Who makes that? 
Um, everybody, you know, it's a lot of people's livelihood and everything's hush hush. So the amount of hours I've spent over the years, you know, trying to build a network on where to find stuff to build my business is countless. And, um, that was one of the biggest hurdles. I agree and, with that. In fact, uh, um, I, I equate trying to find success in the motocross industry as um, walking into a pitch black room full of motocross industry, uh, motocross industry people, not knowing where any of them are, and you basically have to kind of feel around for who's who and find where everyone might be and who can help and how can they help and who's related to who. And it's, it's very difficult to piece together because uh, there's a little bit of secrecy in the, uh, the world of motocross. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. But, I mean, for me, I, I mean, I'm a nine-to-five work guy. Every day during the week, I work a second yes, job. And the whole reason I'm doing this is, I mean, I just love the sport so much. And like I said, when I go to the track and race on the weekends, it's not often. I race a couple times a month. But, uh, I mean, just going there, helping people out, just, you know, giving somebody something that they want and seeing walking away with a smile, this makes it worth it to me. You know, when people contact me, and, you know, I make them a seat that they wanted and then they're sending me pictures of their bike next thing you know. And it just, you know, makes my day knowing that I made somebody happy, basically. A hundred percent. And and that's 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 something that's very powerful about what you do is that um, like someone like all of our, our motorcycles are all really, really special to us. And we haven't done uh, a vision in our heads of what we want them to look like or what the kind of look we're going for and in a lot of ways that right seat club cover can kind of pull everything together and uh when you're able to pull through for them that's uh truly making a dream come true and when you see that back i gotta imagine it's a great feeling uh to see that that finished product and know that uh you contributed greatly to uh how that bike's gonna look in the end yeah yeah it's funny that you said that because uh on my Instagram account, there was a couple people that put up a post with their bike with a C cover on it, and they had put, uh, wow, this thing's the cherry on top, and then another guy said it was the icing on the cake. And it's kind of the case. I mean, you know, you get a, a pretty sick set, set of graphics on your bike, and, you know, you get a C cover to tie it all together. That's right. And all, all too often than not, you'll see guys that go out, and they'll get the graphic kit, uh, and say say they went with a uh, a 2000, uh, 2014 Yamaha uh, with uh, but like in Canada we have an option to get the red and black version and um, like if you don't go with a, a set of graphics that goes with a red and black motif uh, your your seat kind of sticks out a bit you know what I mean like all that yeah. bike looks sweet but they didn't go ahead and and do the seat cover and and we did the the. Like I've seen many builds where I'm like, oh, they they like they could have pushed it over the hop or the oh, pushed it over the hill by going with a nice seat cover, and uh, that's like I said, that's where you guys come in. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of like the the deal breaker. Like, I mean, if you're into sports cars, you could have the the baddest car in the world, and if you throw the wrong set of wheels on it, it just you know it doesn't work. It's kind of yeah. the same thing. It, totally, it's agree. funny how things evolve over the years. And, uh, I mean, the way the motocross industry has grown, the way the bikes are now, I mean, even the seat covers, the stuff I make, I develop it and try to make it so it's actually really functional, too, at the same time. 
Well, that's what I was going to also what I was going to get at. What kind of benefits can someone get from getting uh, your product? Not only do they get a bike that looks great, uh, they want to make sure that that seat is going to help them stay on the motorcycle and uh, increase some control, whether it be the sides of the motorcycle, pinching the bike, and and or even a, a, a drop seat. Yeah, well, um, basically, like the materials I used are heavy-duty, non-slip material, and basically – you know, when you're coming out of a rutted corner, you're accelerating out of a corner, your seat bouncing, you need to stay on the seat. And, uh, you know, I've had people, I've offered them to uh, send me measurements from the front of the seat to the back where they would want uh, a stripe or pleat placed to their likings. I'll go that far for some people. Um, and as far as people with knee braces that rip seats a lot, I actually came up with a really good material and development for that to, you know, save people from ripping their seats up every weekend. But I mean, yeah, when you're trying to hold on to about 50 to 60 horsepower on these new 450s, you need something to hold, hold you down out of a corner. Hundred percent. That's um, it's it's all about traction, and traction MX is one of the greatest ways to uh, keep yourself uh, on the motorcycle when your bike bites the bites the dirt like you want it to. Um, can can people send you the, a full seat and have you do the cover itself, uh, or uh, do you just send out covers? Yeah, people can. They can send me the seat, and I'll cover it for them. That's not a problem. I mean, you get into shipping and stuff, and when you ship a whole seat with the foam, it. Uh, you know, it tends to add up for the customer, but oh, for sure. I do offer that. And, um, you know, when somebody orders a cover through me, I send them, um, the seat cover. I actually give them the correct staples too, because a lot of the times when people's covers rip, they're using staples that are too long. And that goes for any manufacturer. If you use okay. too long of a staple, when you pinch the bike in the side, it doesn't matter what you really have for material. It's going to ruin your seat. Like I said, that doesn't matter what brand seat you have. If you're using the wrong equipment to put it on, then, you know, you pretty much wasted your money. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's time for a commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You, too, can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. So, what do you think of Rich 
stronger than steel. So what that means is can move much faster. 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to dubyausa.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. For sure. So what are some of the, the tricks of the trade when you're covering a seat to make sure that there uh, aren't any spots that are too tight, no spots that are too loose, and uh, that dreaded uh, little seam in the middle or a, or a kind of a wrinkle in the middle that uh, everyone tries to iron out? What are, uh, what are some of the tricks that you have developed over the years? Um, it's actually pretty easy. I mean, you can let the seat cover sit out in the sun and, you know, soften up a little bit, or you can warm it up with a hair dryer. Basically, I mean, you want to start at the nose of the seat and pop a couple staples in and stretch it to the back pretty tight, like a trampoline. And then you want to pull the two sides down, make sure it's equal, and then work from the center to the front and then from the center to the back, and you should be fine. Cool. I mean, there's plenty of videos on YouTube, too. From a bunch of different people on how to put them on. It just takes a little patience. Fair enough. Well, I'll actually I'll throw this one remedy at you, and uh, this one comes straight from uh, the land of Palpa Mex. Steve Mathis uh, giving me the tip to uh, leave the old seat cover on to ensure that uh, a, a tight fit is, is is possible. What are your thoughts on Steve's remedy for uh, ensuring um, proper uh, proper installation? Actually, um, 
I always, everybody should take them off. I mean, okay. my covers, I, I tailor them to fit right over the foam. And when you leave a, a stock seat cover on, you can't compress the foam enough to get the seat cover tight enough, actually. And you okay. have, in other words, when you have a material on top of another material, the material underneath is wearing the new cover you have prematurely from the inside out. Okay. Versus sitting on the foam, if you can picture picture that. Okay, yeah. This is just curious because, uh, like, uh, kind of a myth busted on that one there, Steve. If you if you are listening, uh, but um, either way, good good to get some uh, some tips on putting them on because, in a lot of ways, the installation is one of the the only thing that's holding a lot of people back from going ahead and getting the seat covers. Like, oh, I don't I don't know if I'd be able to put it in. So uh, it's the right uh, the right staples, some patience, and like you said, uh, back to front and then pull the sides down and. Um, is there is there any particular uh, staple gun that that people should look out for, or one that uh, works better than most? Um, I use an air stapler because you know a lot of the other. If you use a electric stapler, you're pretty much at one one standard uh, pressure that the thing shoots. And with the air, you know, you can turn it up if you needed the staple to go in deeper or, or less. Yeah. But um, generally, you want to quarter inch 20 staple you don't want it any longer than quarter inch you could even use eighth inch but if you go longer than a quarter inch staple you're just going to ruin your seat cover and i got one more tip for the people out there if you're putting the seat cover on and your seat frame the plastic if that's not covered by foam anywhere that spot's going to wear prematurely uh no matter what the brand is Okay. So what you want to do is either get new foam or if you can put a couple layers of uh, foam tape over the bare plastic edges. I've even used duct tape in a pinch, but anything like that is going to save your investment. Definitely. And uh, so getting back to uh, on a, on the, under the topic of investment, uh, what are people looking at to uh, uh, invest and, and get in uh, that uh, cherry on top that they need to uh, pull their bike build together? Well, right now, uh, I'm looking at 65 and up is your basic, you know, six-stripe seat cover or five-stripe seat cover. Basically, if you go on my Instagram, I got way too many styles. I got more styles than Baskin-Robbins has ice creams, probably. But um, something that's going to be released soon on ripvinyl.net, my graphic sponsor. We're working together to uh, make a website for me. And actually, on there, you can purchase my covers right now. And there is a seat cover editor. No you way. You can actually build your own seat cover and change the colors and stitch colors right on the screen. That's pretty cool, my friend. I'm going to have to send some people there. What, 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 uh, what website was that again? Uh, rippedvinyl.net. Yeah. Okay. And right now that's under uh, rider accessories and seat covers. And like I said, we're working together to, to build the brand and, uh, get my own website up and going to make it easier on everybody. Cause right now, you know, I, I pretty much have a one-on-one relationship with my customers. They ask me questions, you know, they send me their graphic proofs, see what I can do. And, you know, I'm just trying to move along with the business process and make everything smoother. And, you know, in the end, make everything less painless and make everyone happy. Hundred percent. Now uh, you get some pretty uh, wild stuff coming out of, uh, of, of your place there. Um, 
What are some of the, the favorite ones that you've made so far or some of the ones where you, you finished it and you're looking at it like, well, this is what he asked for. Uh, do you have any stories like that? Um, yeah, no. I was in on the arena cross with McDade a couple of years ago and uh, Garrett Stanky was racing Cowies at the time. And he's a top 10 arena cross guy. And he had a, a leopard print on his bike. And as soon as I saw it, I said, let me look at, I said, Garrett, I said, let me look into it and see if I can find something that'll work for this. And, and we did a seat with a leopard print that matched his graphics with a pink top. No, it was a black top with pink stripes, I think. And it was just so loud and people either loved it or hated it, but that's like what he was known by that year. I think somebody even drew a cartoon drawing of the bike for him with the seat cover too. I mean, it was cool. That is cool uh, to see that your artwork or your uh, your brainchild get it put into uh, uh, cartoon form and, and people reacting to it that way. Um, when first when people first started to uh, react to your stuff, what was the your first initial reaction? I guess you you kind of mentioned it earlier that you were more or less just nervous and and, and unsure of yourself. But uh, once you got over that, what was your thinking? Um, I was just blown away, to be honest with you. I mean. I, I started years and years and years ago and I was just doing the stuff for myself and a few friends and a couple racers. And I sat back one night and I said, I have, I'm actually designing something and people want it. And it just, it kind of blew me away. Totally. You know, when, I, when I, you're I designing something from your mind and heart at night and then, you know, you have people lining up to buy it. A hundred percent. I, 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 Definitely connect with that because when I get uh, fan mail and, and people uh, mentioning me on, on Twitter saying that they were listening to the show and just like or like I'll get a, a, a racer like a, like a, a Jeff Emig then I, I see him at Anaheim too and he said oh I, hey I listened to your your podcast with uh, Tyler Bowers and that was really well done and it just blows my mind that Jeff Emig's going on my site to listen to some like a, a, my interview with somebody else and uh, it's a rewarding feeling. Um, Who's the, like, has, has any either motocross celebrity or, um, like, are there any current pros that you're currently working with uh, to add some style to their bikes? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, one of my good friends, Jason Lawrence, he, he rocks my feet. He's been rocking them from day one since I started. I did a uh, Rasta-themed cover for him, and, you know, I've, I've done a bunch of stuff for him. Him, McDade, um... I can't even remember. Honestly, there's there's been so much I've done over the years and so many people, but Jay's one of the bigger names. And, I mean, love or hate the guy, he, he is who he is. He's awesome. That's 100% true. Jason Lawrence is Jason Lawrence, and he'll always be Jason Lawrence because Jason Lawrence decides who Jason Lawrence is. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, like 100%. I said, he's a personal friend of mine, and, and he's a good dude. Oh, 100%. No, I've, I've, for, for those that I know that uh, communicate with him on a regular basis, uh, um, good guy. Uh, that's why he's able, and he wouldn't be a good guy if uh, guys like Trey Kennard wouldn't, would go ride with him. Like, like that's, that's how I know he's a good guy because guys like Trey will ride with him. Uh, he went to, he's, he's welcome at uh, Chad Reed's house. Um, like, plenty of, of, like well-respected people welcome him to come ride with them, and uh, um, 
he wouldn't he wouldn't be allowed to do those types of things if uh, he didn't have a good head on his shoulders. A little bit misunderstood from time to time, but uh, overall, Jason Lawrence, uh, welcome on the show anytime he'd like to, if he'd ever like to. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my buddies. I mean, like I said, he's been rocking my stuff since uh, I started years back. And like I said, Mike McDade, there's a few other people. I mean, um, got a lot of New Jersey rippers that are running my stuff and repping my product, which is cool. We got Jesse Pierce. He's going to be doing the whole Canadian Nationals again this year. Oh, right on. Um, so uh, you, you, your your stuff is going to be uh, on on my side of the board. That sounds great. Yeah, Definitely yeah. Actually, I've been. I was just dealing with uh, Julian from PRMX. He uh, okay. He got some stuff from me recently, also. Okay, okay. So they've uh, they're they're going with you guys this year. That's excellent to hear that uh, uh, you've made your way into the collection of the PRMX guys. Of course, anyone who wants to go check that out, PRMX.ca uh, for all things available. Uh, will they be able to order things straight off of you, off of the website? Uh, eventually, yeah. I mean, my my goals with the company is I want to be able to offer you know all the distributors and anybody that wants my product you know, as, as I grow. I mean, things are tough as it is, but uh, that's something I'm going to be striving for in the future because I feel that, uh, you know, with the quality and options and stuff that I offer, I feel that, you know, I want to stick around for a long time. 100%. Always moving forward, always innovating, and uh, good to hear that you've got plans for the future. Um, what has been your most rewarding moments uh, of of owning uh, Traction MX uh, thus far? Um, probably that retro build bike. To be honest with you, cool. And especially going to the two stroke uh, shootout, and you know, going there with Mike and having him pull the moto one whole shot and win on the bike that I built, and you know, with the recognition that thing got. I mean, it was like a virus on the internet when the pictures hit and that was just like a feeling like I can't explain. That's awesome. Um, and for any of those who are out there that are uh, currently doing a, a brand new bike build, a retro bike build, uh, they're doing a two stroke and they need a seat cover. They do any type of stroke and they do, they need a seat cover. Uh, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, and, uh, of course, social media is a huge part of how you get your, uh, your message out there. How do they follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Traction MX on Instagram, uh, Traction MX Seating on Facebook, and feel free to shoot me an email anytime at TractionMXSeating at gmail.com, and I'll be awesome. happy to help you out. And you can also place your orders to ripvinyl.net at the time being also. Beautiful. Well, Pete, uh, it's been an awesome 30-minute conversation with you. I uh, hope everyone enjoys this uh, and, and acts upon this interview and uh, and and finds that uh, the, the place to go for a, a new motocross seat cover uh, is, is with you and, and uh, head over to the uh, RIP final to uh, make themselves something special or go through your Instagram to find something you've done previously and uh, use that to make, an, make some ideas and stuff like that. It's been a pleasure for me to have you on. Of course, we'll do that again uh, in in the future. But uh, I know you got to get yourself to bed, so uh, we'll say good good night for now. Yeah, five a.m. comes early. I guess I do need to get to bed. But uh, it's been great. Thanks for the opportunity, Brad. Uh, believe it or not, it's one of my first interviews, and I felt it was a good one. You Absolutely. do a great job with your show, and uh, keep up the good yeah, work. Appreciate that.
I appreciate that, my friend. Uh, Might have been your first. Definitely will not be your last. Um, welcome to come back anytime you want to talk about anything motocross. Uh, maybe even uh, talk about some uh, some New Jersey hockey teams. Uh, you got it's got a must have some baseball teams out there, uh, and just life in general. But either way, yeah, maybe we'll, uh, we'll talk about the uh, New Jersey Supercross next weekend because I'll hey, be that there. Would that would be a good topic. Perhaps after uh, after the New Jersey Supercross, we have you come back on and do a little race review. How's that? Uh, that sounds like a good possibility. There's a high chance ability that we get you on for that. Uh, we'll chat about that uh, via text massage. But for now, it's uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll cut it right. We'll we'll, we'll say good night for now. All right. Take it easy, Brad, and I thank you. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.